0: Hey there, folks. What do you know? It's the Udicast episode 261, our first episode since our five-year anniversary. That's it. I won't bring it up. Maybe one more time I'll bring it up, but that's it. Uh, As always, folks, we're happy to have you here for another week. Uh, This week, a big announcement that we'll do in the first ten minutes of the pod. You may already be aware of it if you're listening to it, uh, however you're listening to it. Uh, Also this week, we'll talk about the two new books that are out about one that's out about Donald Trump one that's coming we'll talk about the uh, COVID updates we'll talk about the rally we'll talk about history lessons Don Dillinger communism new cell phones climate change Tom Petty uh, cats dating apps all of this folks and so much more uh, for all the folks who've been here forever and all the new folks uh, we're so happy to have you here on the Unicast oh yes Beauty Cast podcast, very special episode this week. Mm. Yeah, episode two sixty one. We are uh, recording in the dark because it is ninety one degrees outside. Yeah, quarter- only getting hotter as the day goes on. <laughs> Somehow, against all odds, it's growing hotter as the day goes on. Uh, but we're back here, one episode after our five year anniversary. The start <laughs> of the start of a new five hundred episodes. I guess I hope
1: you'll still be like on the ninth episode after our five year anniversary.
0: Well, I mean, just the the congressman's not back this week, is all I'm saying. Mm. Don't, you know, a little bit more of a low-key episode this week. He uh, can
1: take if he wants to be the co-host for a stretch.
0: We'll switch. I'll go be the congressman, and he can come co-host it's the It's surreal that I was able to just sort of pop in via the internet. I'm still dazzled by technology. You can tell I'm like an old man. I'm like, it's amazing mm. that I can do this. It's Ooh, true. It's
1: recorded true. this whole audio. That's an old man take, but I find myself having those takes more and more. Where I'm like, this is, look at this technology. <laughs> look at what we have. Whoever thought we could have been,
0: this is the future. Um, so, oh man, I don't even know where I want to start here today. We have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. We'll do our, uh, obviously in the first half we'll do our check-in with Trump stuff and coronavirus stuff. There's mm. a lot of stuff I have to talk about here that's a little more locally based. I love it. I, okay. This is almost too local. Mm. Okay. There's a segment, there's a, uh, it's in the OD today. They put a list of all the places this week that are going to get, uh, paved. I don't know if this is almost too local. There's like a list of streets. No, 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 This is what we're here for. All right, this is specifically. I love it. Yeah, street. You're, take
1: me street by
0: street, week you're by week better, on the podcast. You're better at knowing where streets are than I am because I have no um. What do you call it? Like, uh, where well, you don't know where you are ever. What's that?
1: Called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. No, no spatial sense of awareness. Direction. No, spatial. no, no. That's not spatial awareness. No sense of direction. No sense
0: of direction. Uh, okay, here's a couple of these places. Arthur Street between Hammond and Hilton. You know what that oh, is? Oh, they need that really bad.
2: Mm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Burstone Road between Sunset and Genesee Street.
1: Yep, smart. That's going to be, that's right down in front of uh, Tony's Pizza. hmm. Like Tony's Pizza and Baby Road and stuff.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: French Road between Hartford Place and Seward Ave. Ooh, definitely needs it. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. These are a lot of roads that I've been on where I've been like, man, this pavement's really bad. they got to do something. Good for them. Glad uh, to see you. Welcome back, Mayor Paul Mary I'm not sure. <laughs> Genesee Street between... You we were in quarantine.
0: Uh, Genesee Street between Watson Place and Noise Street. I don't I'm kind
1: of... Uh, that's right down in West Utica near the Olston Building. Kinda. Oh, okay. Yep. Right down yep. in that stretch of West Utica yeah, Street. I'm uh, not sure exactly no, which I, is which. I think I know I'm what not you're talking about. looking at it, but you know where it is. Two
0: places on James Street between Oneida and Elm Street and then between Elm and Miller. So mm. I guess you could have just said between Oneida and Miller, well, I suppose. James
1: Street definitely needs some... Sp- There's a few spots on James Street where you can see the brick underneath the pavement. Or like The pavement's yep. worn away enough that you see actual like mm. bricktop roads from years and years past, so mm.
0: definitely use some paving. Uh, all right. Uh, Northern Road between Herkimer and Service Place. I have to speed this up. Mm. Oneida Street has two spots wa- between Walker and Hobart, mm-hmm. and Gaelic and Rutger. I don't mm. know. I, I'm not as familiar. That's Ontario Street. I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, Riverside Drive between Melvo, Melvin Road and Ashland Avenue. Shout
1: out to good friends of the podcast, both Mark Simon and Zach Wilson. That's their neighborhood up yep. there. Their you main it. street getting paved. Uh, I was up there just the other day because my cousin lives up there. And yeah, that road is all messed
0: up. I'm going to talk about our... Look good. at them. I'm
1: so happy to announce paving. We're breaking um, this news.
0: I'm so... I'm so glad that you brought up our good friend Zach Wilson, who I'm probably going to bring up in my conversation with Justin later because he drove down here in a scooter yesterday and I'm blown away mm. by that electric scooter.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Probably helps to have paved roads if you're going to be on that electric yeah, scooter. Yeah, good for him. This is a big come up. Big for come up. For Zach, <laughs> Rutgers Street between Bacon Street and Culver. Mm-hmm. Uh, service place between Coventry and Northern. Oh, yeah. Seymour Avenue between Leia and Mortimer Street. Mm-hmm. Sunset Avenue between Shaw and Lincoln. mm Welsh Bush Road between Albany Street and Culver Avenue. Why am I forgetting Welsh Bush Road? What's that? Why is I... What's Welsh Bush? It's over Envy. Ah, there it is. And Valley View Golf Course parking lot. So there you go. Mm. I haven't been in that parking lot in a long time. I got to
1: tell you, I haven't seen this list. I didn't hear anything about it. That's a great list. Great like, list. There's so many streets. As somebody like I drive around, even if it's out and I'm running errands sometimes. I'll take my time. If I'm listening to a podcast or checking out some album or listening mm. to music, it's nice weather take my time driving to and from when I'm out there, so I go over a lot of streets in the city, and a lot of the ones they said are very specific. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not... That street is pretty banged up, so good for them.
0: All right, a couple things I want to blast through real quick, just some things from Twitter and some important news that is coming right now.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, Number
0: one, I got in an engagement on Facebook and a sort of brief conversation about this last week. Uh, Jokingly, someone had put up a post on Facebook saying, if you get rid of the Christopher Columbus statues, who's a positive italian that you could replace him with like mm. who's a, a lot of good choices a lot of good choices i jokingly said at the time without doing any research bruno sammartino legendary professional wrestler uh, yes, from yes. ireland mm-hmm. all right yeah. uh, turns out i did a little bit of research did you know that bruno sammartino survived nazi rule in italy immigrated to the u.s set a world record for the bench press and was the worldwide wrestling federation champion for eight straight years which is longer than the whole of the Confederacy. So, I think... Ooh, <laughs> love to see it. You love so, to see it. So, I think 100% I'm all in now. Uh, Bruno, what a sales pitch. I hope you've been workshopping out that was very good. Uh, yeah, so if you're looking for a... A great Italian-American icon to look forward right to. Right there where the parkway crosses over uh,
1: Mohawk Street. And they've got
0: either yeah. that uh, or Clemensian, one of the two. And they've got Columbus right yep. there over in
1: East Chutica. We'll put Bruno but San Martino. Bruno
0: putting somebody in a headlock, maybe like Ivan Koloff or something. Uh, also, if you know something about Bruno that I haven't mentioned here that's positive or negative, please let me know so I don't... If, if anybody yeah. ever
1: wants to talk to Sam about Bruno, Bruno San, San Martino, Martino, just reach out because yeah. he's here for
0: you. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the big announcement of the week. The week's largest announcement mm. is that I uh, finally, after years of putting it off, mm. of fighting against it, I finally signed up for Spotify. Yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, you did. Okay, a huge announcement. I know. Mm. Uh, there's more to it. Uh, so finally, because I'm one of those kind of guys, and Kev, you know this, but a lot of folks out here don't know. Sure. I have. I'm one of those guys who collected music. Not, like, terrestrially, but I would find albums or download them or borrow them. you would, you would or... always
1: download, and you would have hard drives full yeah. of,
0: like, an organized library
1: of downloaded MP3s. I was very proud of it. Yeah, Like, yeah. stubbornly proud of it. No, you were always the guy, too. Like, I remember <laughs> back in the day, if I would get a new iPod or get a new something, and I'm like, oh, I've just got to get all this music, because before streaming was a thing, but you're certainly not going to pay for it. You would be one of the guys that would come to it. Like, oh, man, Sam has a huge library. I can go... Copy all that onto yep.
0: my iPod. And at the time, it was cool. I was making tons of iPods. I know, right? Mm. The glory day of the iPod. I loved it. There's a lot of pieces of what technology even, yeah. that I loved over my lifetime mm. that were important pieces of technology. That NV cell phone we talk about all the time. Yo. Um, but I would say that I had a, like a green iPod, like a mm. big iPod, and mm. it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was like my favorite thing in the world, and I was so proud of it. And I would love to make mix CDs. So again, as you can see, I was very caught up in my own narrative about my collection of music and right. fighting against the pull <laughs> yeah, of yeah. society. But after numerous, numerous So attempts, you've come
1: over to the streaming world. And now, away, I've sir. been I've been coming at you for a long time. Long time. Long time. Uh, to long switch time. over to Spotify, because yes. I've been a Spotify guy for a lot... Of, like, I stopped downloading albums in like 2012 or 13 because so I went to Spotify mm-hmm. and just started doing the premium like, yep. nine bucks a month, um... And this, we're not sponsored by Spotify, but we will take your sponsor money if you want to give it to us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the nine bucks a month, it was totally worth it. And so yeah. I'm glad to see you come aboard. What do you think?
0: Well, it's really great. It's really great. Uh, I have mentioned to you off the pod that I feel like I'm I'm getting my edge back, listening to a lot more like old school punk rock. It I'm allows that guy you
1: now. to listen to anything you want at any yeah.
0: time. And I thought, here's my thing. I always liked the idea of curating what was on my eye, my ipad phone whatever sure uh for whatever the season was oh it's summertime i'm going to rotate some of this pearl jam put your, out put a put little summer music yeah summer on music on yeah and i always thought that if i didn't have the music on there i would forget about it it's a really stupid way of thinking about it but like oh if i didn't have this informers track that i wrote myself it wouldn't be on here right if i didn't have this um this cake album how would i ever listen to the song shadow stabbing at one time i want to hear it ever right uh I guess I would just think I would forget about them otherwise, unless I accidentally found them. Uh, but I love—I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm having a great time. Uh, so that brings us—why am I talking about this? This is a stupid question. Be like, why are you guys talking about Spotify? Well, the reason is because one of my big uh, personal bugaboos over the last five years is that we did not have the show on Spotify, mm. uh, and just because I didn't have a platform for it, right? and I, I didn't have right. an account. And I think a couple a couple years ago, I had attempted to put the show on Spotify, and for whatever reason, I ran up against some sort of brick wall while it wasn't yeah. working, and I got frustrated. And I was like, God ah, the hell! It's not a big, it's not a big deal. Uh, but after a couple days of using it, I was like, I was like, okay, I gotta go do this. So. Uh, for you folks who aren't listening to it right now on Spotify, we are now officially on Spotify. Oh, look at us. So we're a Spotify podcast now. Mm, well, um, cheers. Yeah, cheers. I uh, have no
1: idea, so this is news to me too. I
0: purposely didn't tell you until we did the show. I kept, did it this morning. Oh, that's
1: great. because uh, I, well,
0: I did it this morning because I wanted to be able to say it on the show and be like, you can listen to this one on Spotify. So all the folks who listen to the show out there mm. and are like, I'm annoyed that I have to open up the iTunes app specifically or whatever or listen to it. Honestly,
1: that would be me. Um, I only Spotify is the only thing I use for podcasts so like there's a lot of podcasts yeah. people talk about if it's yeah. not on Spotify I just listen to something else
0: so if you listeners all you great listeners out there would like to do us a favor I don't tend to ask for stuff like this on the show generally mm-hmm. if you want to listen this week on Spotify as opposed to listening to another platform it'd be nice so I can get an idea of what I'm doing in terms of like Monitoring and the like show. And like I said
1: before, if you don't already have Spotify, join Sam and get it because yeah. it's great
0: if you yeah. listen to music. So yeah, now I can officially say we're we are taking over mm. the web. I can put it in the tail end now. It's going to be tough to convert the Stitcher squad. <laughs> All the Stitcher the people. Stitcher Hives. You know it's so funny. <laughs> Stitcher was I thought Stitcher was good. Stitcher, at, Stitcher was for a while the platform that you would use to get podcasts if you didn't have. Uh, an apple product Mm. but i i banked at the wrong horse i assumed stitcher is gonna be the one i'm still gonna Mm -hmm. put it on stitcher it still goes there anyway shout out to the whoever listens on stitcher i appreciate you guys Mm -hmm. i'm always wondering who listens on soundcloud specifically i still get like 100 soundcloud i don't
1: don't mess with soundcloud too often like just as because there's always been a lot of music on soundcloud but i feel like their interface is kind of tough to bounce between a bunch of different things
0: uh, all right, so let's hit one more thing that I don't have any notes for, but it's something I feel like we need to talk about because we live in South Utica and everybody is talking about it, every platform, every social media thing. We talk about the fireworks that are happening all <laughs> over the city. Yeah. People are going to be mad if we don't bring it up. Mm. What are your thoughts on Firework Palooza 2020 here in South Utica? Uh,
1: I, I mean, I understand. I understand mm-hmm. all the complaints about the fireworks. But it also like it makes me laugh. Every time I hear him going off at night, I'm kinda laughing. <laughs> but like I don't have a dog, I don't have young kids. You know what I mean? Like it's not I don't Charlie know. Doesn't I doesn't at, eight o'clock at night. Cat certainly doesn't care. Yeah, he Cat, doesn't care. Doesn't, Cat doesn't care about anything. No. Um Yeah, so it's I don't care, but I can see the people are annoyed. It's a lot. Like I laugh about it every night we're out here. We say it sounds like, you know, there's the bombs going off every night, all night long. It sounds like it's
0: getting shelled out there. I mean, help me out here, chappy up are fireworks cheap? They're not super expensive. Uh. What kind of fireworks are people shooting off here, too? Just like bottle rockets? Is that what we're getting out here? No, we're not getting No, like... they're getting bigger than that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. You can get a lot of fire because
1: fireworks have become like legal now. They have stands everywhere. I was at... I had to go to the Hannaford and Washington Mills the other day. You know the one down there? Yeah. And they've got a big tent with a tent sale outside with signs that just says TNT and like fireworks inside. And they're selling all sorts of stuff. Yeah.
0: Far be it for me to complain about fireworks. I'm just, I am have no sleeves on my shirt right now. I'm a, I'm a pro-fireworks guy. I'm for it. I'm ready for fireworks. saying a lot about saying anything. I hear that. I'm saying... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm saying... Like, I'm not against the idea of fireworks. I like a firework. Especially my niece and nephew seem to like them. So you get him to go mm-hmm. do something. I don't feel the need to get them on a... Just whatever night we're out here, though. I don't yeah, know. It's, you know, it's like, weird. It's Tuesday, it's, it's so we're going to pop off. But I guess now because of the way the world is right now, mm-hmm. every night is whatever night. It Doesn't matter what night it is. Yeah. So people are having small social gatherings every night, as opposed to just well. On here's the weekends. my thing: like
1: it doesn't it doesn't bother me that people do it, but I'm aware that I can be a little bit more easygoing about things than some mm-hmm. people, and I've got you know different things like that. But at the end of the day, I'm not setting off fireworks in a neighborhood. Yeah, like you're a jerk if you're setting off fireworks in the neighborhood at night. Hmm. Probably shouldn't be. If you've got some land or you want to go to some land or go down somewhere. You know what I mean? Let these people set them off at the parkway. Let everyone yeah. down there and just blow their fingers off if they want, whatever goes on, but
0: uh I do you remember like going to the fireworks stands when we were in like in the bands, we'd stop and we oh, yeah. go out of the store. I always liked Run looking at the them. Here's what I like about fireworks, here's me being a nerd. I like the marketing for fireworks. Mm, all you go the into this the packaging, all yeah. the branding, it's top level like flame cat, burning tiger. Snake, I like little dumb ones that are snakes. You know what I'm talking about when you're mm. a kid, you light them on fire, and they little they look like little tums, and then you light them on fire, turn into a little snake. Yeah, that was cool shit mm. when I was a kid. I like smoke bombs when I was a little kid. Smoke bombs are cool. Smoke, smoke bombs, bombs are a little, bomb. you know why? Because smoke bombs have an air of mischief to them. True. Looking that rich colored smoke. Too. <laughs> With multi-colored yeah. get the multi colored pack, of Like
1: old forge. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Then you do some dumb shit where you like, oh, I'm gonna light them all at the same time, and it turns into a big mess. And it's not as cool as you want it to be. Mm. You gotta limit them. The usage yeah. is limited. Uh, all right, so that's really it. I don't have any more takes on fireworks. I guess, you know, try to be courteous the best you yeah, can, you know. If, if you're going to do the weekends. it. Every day's a weekend now.
1: Not for everybody. I know, I you know. You know, know what I mean? Like, I people know. got, you know, people got kids at the house. People got sensitive. To their dogs got PTSD. No, I'm with you. Oh, I'm with like
0: you. Uh, all right. Let's get into the sort of the dreary portion of the show here, where we have to talk about the news of the world because it's mm. all dark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's talk about That's, term for the words. A
1: cloud has come to cover the a sun. A cloud is darkening. All right, so let's start here.
0: There's two books this week that are come. They're out about one's out about Trump. One's coming out about Donald Trump. Uh, mm. Trump's had a bit of a tough week. Tough, <laughs> tough week. Yeah, tough life. Tough yeah, for w- sure. Tough life. Uh, so let's it's tougher first. Tougher by the hour. Let's first start. I won't name names, but a friend of mine who had access to it sent me. A PDF version of John Bolton's book. Oh, it's on the internet. If you look it up on Twitter, yeah. you can get it for free,
1: and everybody should. Don't give him a penny. Download it for free. You should definitely read it, but uh, it's easy to get for free.
0: I'm going to say I haven't read it yet. Capital P, pirate it. I don't know if I'm going to read it right now. Mm. Uh, my uh, Let me ask you this question, because my first thought is reading all the coverage about it, and everyone talking about it, and all these articles and journals... Shouldn't the stuff that he's saying been on the record? When of course. <laughs> like, he should I feel have testified. Kinda... If he was really about that action then yeah. he
1: would have testified but everybody yeah. knows he's just trying to make a profit on it make himself out to be a good guy. And that's where I kind of It
0: seems like people see that and are calling him out on that which is good news. Does that Okay, so guess my question on the other side of that does does that take devalue what he says in the book even if what he says in the book is true, right? No. Pe- no. 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 Uh-huh. no. I think it doesn't like... make him
1: a liar just because he's greedy doesn't mean he's a liar. You know what I mean? He's still got his reputation, like, on that and as it goes and who he is. You know what I mean?
0: I feel like it's tough when you're a guy who, like, the side you were on, you abandoned, essentially, by writing this book. So they don't want to read it or care what you say.
1: Yeah, but, no, because here's the thing. He's been this guy on a certain side of things for 30-plus years. This other guy is a reality TV show host and failed businessman who is like a Johnny-come-lately in this weird time that we live in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Man. this guy still has a reputation that precedes him for 30 to 35 years. He might have terrible principles, but he's always stuck to them yeah. to some degree. That's still more trustworthy than the guy who would lie to anybody about
0: anything. Uh, I mean, I, I won't go farther. And maybe if I read some of this book sometime this week and I see anything that, That'll be my
1: thing. Like when you say we read it, I think I'll wait to see... What? I'll share it with people you if you want to. Say, I've got it. I uh, downloaded well, it, but it's I don't like to read on my phone. I like a physical no, copy no of the book. What? But I'll probably wait and see cuz there's going to be a million articles about it just like anything else. It's so, it remains uh, to be seen. I'm
0: more interested in the other book. Yeah, the secondary book which is I don't know exactly when it's coming out, but it is about another it's from another Trump child, it's Mary from his niece, L Trump, his, his niece. niece. Uh, I've heard a lot of was a doctor? That they're not gonna let it come out. She has some sort of non-disclosure agreement. I'm sure they're gonna. No, they're fight lying. It's yeah. coming
1: out. They can't do nothing. They tried this time too. That's just to make. That's just to make the crybaby feel better.
0: Which is a more interesting book, I guess, to Mary you. Trumps. Mary Trumps Mary is, Trump by yeah. a mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To
1: talk more about the fan. I mean, this is regardless of what anybody thinks about anything that's going on. This period of time uh, will be a period of time that will be studied and written about. And remain in history books for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm. not going anywhere. It's going to be a very remarkable period of time in history. And people will continue to write about it. And so I'm interested in the history of mm. the family and getting to know and the background. And, you know, I trust this person who's in the family and who's this thing. This account is going to be, you know, pretty close to what goes on and confirm mm. a lot of what we've already heard. And it's an interesting wrinkle that she's the one who provided mm. the info About his inheritance from his father, from Fred Trump, and stuff like that. She was the person who worked with the New York Times on that, literally, like, landmark story that they had last year.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty fair because this book feels a little bit more. uh, Because I feel like everybody who's in this Trump campaign, Trump administration, is going to write some version of this John Bolton book somewhere down the road. I still think that
1: John Bolton is an asshole. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the
0: day, like, he's doing what he's got to do. He's saying this Mm -hmm. stuff.
1: He's out here. You know, he's being like, nah, you know, I've had it with this guy. Forget it. I'm going to say what I want to say. But like he's an asshole. This Mayor Trump lady just sounds like you know somebody who's like, "Hey, I had this experience, and here's what happened."
0: All right, so let's dig into it uh, again. We said Trump had a kind of bad week after he lost a in the Supreme Court last week. We talked about in the podcast in that case about the LGBTQ rights took another L this week in Supreme Court uh, in the case for DACA, mm. uh, and then he went on his big. T- uh, well, let me we start here. After both those went uh, went sort of south for him. You brought this up to me, and I thought this was a really good point. You went on Twitter, and he was like, do you think somebody in the Supreme Court doesn't like me? And you made a really interesting point, and it was... like, mm. you made... I wonder what I said. Well, you essentially said is, like, see how he thinks it's about him? Yeah. Like, a, a Supreme Court mm-hmm. decision is not a spiteful so it's decision. It's not a referendum on you as a person. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, like, oh, they hate Trump, uh, so they ruled, yeah. like, yeah. And a lot of the Christian conservative folks who love Trump seem pretty upset the Supreme Court that things. they can't discriminate against LGBT <laughs> folks pretty upset But look the- at <laughs> yourselves you animals <laughs> uh, but the thing that Trump seems the most mad about this week is his rally in Oklahoma which by all accounts except the ones that uh, or like OAN or Fox News, mm. show that it was pretty poorly attended. Only six thousand two hundred people showed up to a potential nineteen thousand seat venue. That is actually with some, an
1: additional, I suppose an outdoor speech too, because so many people are supposed to be
0: there. With an outdoor speech, um, real tough week. He well initially he does the scheduling for Juneteenth and then reschedules the show after that dog whistly announcement. The yeah. Uh, the crowds are low, there's this backlash on the internet with all the TikTok teens who've conspired to mm-hmm. register I, I don't know how much credence to give that but it's a funny story
1: I feel like it's uh, I feel like it's the story that's leading because it's the cuter story Yeah. but like at the end of the day, any kind of reservations people take for a campaign like this, when they were announcing 800,000, a million people were coming mm. they were trying to encourage people to sign up to show support so people are signing up with no intention mm-hmm. of coming and they're harvesting a lot of that data for campaign stuff for the election coming up and a lot of people trolled that stuff and did corrupt a lot of their data. But at the end of the day, they're not buying tickets that are barring other people from entering. So people didn't show up to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because no matter how many teens there were, K-pop stands or whoever else you might have, if the people had come down, they would add space to get them in. So I think what it really shows is flagging enthusiasm mm-hmm. and the fact that maybe folks aren't as tough guy about coronavirus as they like to chat on Facebook.
0: I'm not as much of a masochist as I was maybe... Three or four years ago, when I would sort of hate watch almost any of these speeches to see like what he was saying, I'm a little more likely to mm. let it slow down. Have you watched any of the rally? Did you? Did you... Um, I liked so uh, there's
1: a couple people who I think do a pretty even handed job of mm-hmm. providing contexted clips yeah. uh, that I can see on the internet and on Twitter and stuff like that, and people who that pretty thoroughly is not being like too wild. But I like to read transcripts mm. of yeah, segments yeah. of what he does because when you read the words written on paper. <laughs> Honestly, when yeah. you read the words written on paper, you realize how much bat shit, yeah. like calf splatter, oh, brain drippings. Yeah. It's tough. It doesn't even make sense on paper. So I like to read it. And there's a lot of people you who know, are pretty good at like, newspapers about cataloging the full transcript of the speech. That's where the real horrors lie.
0: You know when you see like something written out in transcript and they have to like put the, the little brackets to like write, this is... Inaudible. Inaud- <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Uh... Yeah, and then last but not least, at least two members of his campaign staff have come down tested positive for COVID. Mm. So, all of them, he had more people before too that had it had. What do you whole, think the whole staff? staff what did it. you think of the picture that's floating around of him, the sad boy? <laughs> It looks like my dad after a wedding. It feels <laughs> like it feels
1: like he's gonna try to frame himself as some underdog, and I'm not sure it's gonna work for
0: him. No, no, it's I'm not sure a great. Why is this tie so long? People talk about this all the time. I understand. Did someone tell him it's too long? Does no one. The man's he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, let's dig into something that's not Trump, uh, please. Yeah. We'll talk about coronavirus for a second, at least... No, I know, we we do. (laughs) Um, So, uh, this came out from Wednesday this week. Uh, Florida, which is really just burning down into the ocean by all accounts, I've Mm. read. At least a group of 16 friends tested positive for coronavirus after a night out. A recently reopened Florida bar, all 16. Yeah. Tough stuff. (laughs) You hate to see it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how we should cover... And then also this week from Cuomo, he says the Mohawk Valley... Needs to be watched after a new round of antibody tests. What, these people are getting, yeah.
1: They, mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Mm. Uh, I saw a good, someone talked about this. I don't know who was read it on Twitter, but it was essentially, like, we know you're tired of the coronavirus, of COVID, but it's not tired of you. Right? It's <laughs> mm-hmm. that That's pretty good. Uh, new I testing. saw
1: somebody say if you don't like the mask, you're going to hate the violator.
0: Oof. Uh, new tests found that a rate of positive results increased in the Mohawk Valley from 2.7% to 5.5%. That's a jump of 2.8 percentage points more than any mm. other region in New York over last week. Which
1: I know to people who say they got the degree from the School of Heart Knocks on Facebook probably think seems like a very small increase, but actually in the world of medical science, yep. that's pretty significant yeah. of a jump.
0: P- pretty tough. Uh, we won't get into this this week, but I have a read for you folks. If you're looking for an interesting read this week, mm. it's from Medium. So I don't know if you like Medium or, and if you go to their website, it is one of those you can only read so many articles. Yeah, yeah. So if Medium's you've already, got a
1: cool platform. They've yeah. got a really cool way of getting people uh, like on their
0: voice. Interesting article from June sixth. It's called "Confessions of a Former Bastard Cop." Have you read this Ooh, one? Ooh, I have not. It's Pretty good. It's the story of it's a, it's essentially this uh, 21 minute read about a from an anonymous police officer who worked. Uh, as a policeman for 10 years and then left the profession about why reform isn't working. I'm not going to dig into it. I won't do justice on it. Uh, But yeah, check it out. Professions of a former bastard cop uh, from June 6th on Medium. It's worth the one read for this month if you want to waste one on Medium. Mm. Uh, All right, let's do my uh, uh, Thanks, I Hate It for this week. I have two. I don't even know where to go with this one because last week, we talked about NASCAR last week banning the Confederate flag. Oh, that little boy. Yeah, yeah, truck boy, little truck driver. Yeah, he yeah. Was mad. Well, okay, no, no, no. So they banned the Confederate flags, yep. and the truck boy quit, and he left. Right. And it seemed like a lot of NASCAR was getting some positive buzz. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: a lot of people who watch NASCAR, a lot of folks who are in NASCAR, not pleased about this change. Big problem. Uh, Bubba Wallace is uh, is a black driver in NASCAR. He's one of their top drivers. He's racing today. I didn't. The I don't.
1: Only black driver in NASCAR. Is he the
0: only one? Yes. Uh, they're racing right now, and honestly, mm. I hope he wins. I do what I was saying after what happened this mm. week. After what NASCAR did, it uh, turned out earlier this week, uh, Bubba Wallace arrived to his garage to find a noose hanging in it. Mm. Uh, a race ass directed at the only full-time black driver just a week after they had uh, banned the display of Confederate flags. Uh, a lot of NASCAR drivers have responded, like, supportively, obviously. Like, I don't... And... I
1: saw that they all went out and they pushed his car up today, and everybody was out there, and they individually gave him a hug, made people were crying. like, they had a real show of support before today's race I saw
0: on Twitter. I just feel so bad for this dude, like... Can I make
1: a prediction? Yeah, go ahead. I predict that the I'm-not-a-racist-butt but dot 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 crowd will speculate that Bubba Watson and his people hung this noose in the oh. garage himself. This is definitely a setup. And he did it himself, and it's very suspicious. Oh, I guarantee a, you, we hear that from all those times. This is going to be
0: Jesse Smollett 2.0 for some of these people. They oh will be God. screaming from oh, the
1: rafters about Jesse
3: Smollett. <sighs> so, thanks, a, so folks. strap in.
0: Thanks, folks. I hate it. Strap in, uh, and let's do one. This one is thanks. I hate it, but I kind of like the story. Have you seen? I don't know if you guys read about this woman uh, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. There's a woman named. She was the board member on the Louisiana school board. Her name is Connie Bernard. Mm. Uh, a gentleman named Gary Chambers Jr. Mm, hate uh, sh- it. You don't like it? I not a good name. No, <laughs> good guy. Uh, he essentially shows up at the school board meeting to talk about an issue. But what he found out is that while he was preparing, he saw that Connie Bernard, instead of listening to this issue about renaming uh, a Robert E. Lee school, mm. uh, he caught her shopping on Amazon on her laptop. Wow. All, uh, all and- the way back around on the name. name the school after this man Uh, this was the quote uh, you sit your arrogant self in here and sit on there shopping while the pain and the hurt of people in this community is on display because you don't give a damn and you should resign Gary Chambers getting a lot of good uh, positive posts on Twitter good for him yeah, great video yeah, if you I, haven't seen it. There's
1: probably so many people with jobs like that on like councils and different things where they just do not care at all.
0: She's on the thing. You can see it. She's looking at like blouses. Like the jacket, you know I'm talking about? Like the, I'm, I work for some sort of board or... These people like, are monsters. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I know we've already gone pretty long and I, I know Justin will be here to do his segment sooner than later, but I do want to do one quick uh, doomsday report. I know we do Ooh. this once in a while. So, you guys ever see the movie Cabin in the Woods? You've seen it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people are joking about this movie because people are taking bets on what 2020 is going to be like. Like, mm-hmm. what the new disaster of each month is going to be. Like, what do you sure. guys got this week? So, if you had a poll for what the next disaster for 2020 is going to be, if you had a plague of locusts in East Africa and West Africa that is endangering food sources across the world... You win! You're the winner this week on the Doomsday Report for... You're the winner
1: and we're all the losers. We're
0: all all the losers. It's like a storm, said one person who saw it. It was like hail. They covered everything. There was no sun. Mm. Dear God, the locust swarms uh, have arrived. So, again, in your Doomsday Report um, polls, if you had a biblical locust attack, (laughs) uh, I suppose... Good for you. I guess I'll also get... down you- to church, collect your prize. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I guess that's, that's it for the heavy stuff this week. Uh, let's mm. get into some lighter stuff. Uh, Justin will be here at some point in time, I think. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what goes on. Never know. You never know. Uh, but if he is here, we're going to talk a bit about uh, Handshake City. We had some yoga events there this week. Breaking out a little bit. We spent some time down at the warehouse. Yeah, I've been down a little bit there. Uh, and then I'm going to talk to him about a, a a vegetarian documentary I saw that's giving me heartburn.
1: Oh, I was laughing about that this week.
0: Did you watch it? No, no. But did I have heartburn about Telling it? Telling your tale, yeah. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> it's so we'll talk. I'll talk about it when we get in the show. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. to come on this morning. And we yeah. do 20 minutes. I had some stuff to talk to you about. Uh, I had an original plan for what we were going to talk about, and then things got changed. Uh, but you know, you're here tonight. And yes. I appreciate you. But I got to tell you, and don't take this the wrong way. You look exhausted.
3: I'm very exhausted. You
0: have the look of a man who has had a rough day. Yes. Uh, I feel for you. Rough
3: few days. You okay? Yeah, what, I'm what, good.
0: What? I'm good. It's just exhausting. <laughs> it's just exhausting. Uh, I'll give you a good example. We're talking about for the last week. Uh, Justin and I had, behind the scenes, been really looking forward to one of our favorite things of the year, which is the Merseyside Derby. Yes. Uh, it happens twice a year. It yes. is my soccer team, Liverpool, versus his soccer team, Everton. In this particular time, you could have clinched the league. Could have the league. Um, it is a great soccer rivalry, if you don't know about it from us talking about it. Look it up on the internet, there's tons of stuff Also the it. first game after, really, the pandemic Our first wise. game, yeah. yeah. Uh, we also worked an event that day. You worked... Yeah, yoga. Uh, yoga that morning. That
3: morning, yeah. And then we got sort of scuttled by Father's Day stuff. I yep. had to leave. Yeah, my mom came down. You went um, to your parents. Yeah, nice So, still... <laughs> the... I watched the game. It was not, <laughs> it was it not was a great not game. No I mean, it was not a great watch. Game. It was a downer. Uh, so, that was
0: our plan to talk about today. But now, unfortunately, um, we don't have that to talk about. <laughs> we well, have some other stuff here lined up. No I... highlights. Ooh. No nothing. No highlights. Uh, I did, I did want <laughs> to mention this to you. I didn't mention it at the start. Uh, of course, we're talking here with uh, Maiden in Utica's Justin Parkinson. I say that because you are making your Spotify debut. We're now on a oh. Spotify podcast. Oh, Because I converted fully over Is to... Is there royalties for this? I don't know. <laughs> we, we'd have to get so many listens. Uh, so I'm going to have to have you promote the pod that we're on Spotify. This Spotify. Week on Facebook. And yeah. get
3: on there. Yeah, I'll pass it off to the social media managers. <laughs> <laughs> Pass it off to our you <laughs> social media managers. Right, let's talk about the yoga though. This is the second time this month we've done yoga. At the second par- time in a week. In two weeks. Eight days. Eight days was yeah, it? I think they yeah. Last weekend, last Saturday, and then this mm. Sunday. I was like that. I was kind of surprised we were doing it, uh, but you know I've
0: been there for both weeks. It, the social distance stuff is really cool. They're doing a nice job of like filling the place yeah, up. And every you got to
3: pre-register so they know exactly who's coming, right? And yoga is ready-made for standing or whatever. bending six feet away from somebody. (laughs) Like, uh, you usually have a pretty... You're kicking your leg out and, like, standing on your head sometimes. Like, you need space for that. Like... (laughs) You can't ask people to do some of these yoga poses and have the, another person be two feet away because I'm definitely gonna like elbow somebody or like throw the leg out and hit somebody or whatever. You know, like <laughs> if it seemed like a safety precaution from a yoga standpoint, not a COVID standpoint. Um, my question, I guess, for you and for the, I guess the listeners is, what does that mean going forward for handshake stuff? Where are we at today in terms of like handshake well, events
0: going forward?
3: I don't know uh in bloom was doing the classes kind of as a fundraiser um for us and as a way for them to get more people because they're in that phasing where you can't i think they said they could have like 15 in a class whereas when they were outdoors with us we could have we could have 100 you know but they had more than the 15 that they could put into a regular class so it benefits them and then it fundraises for us so we technically didn't do any of the event. We just well, we opened up to. the door. Right. We opened up job. right. We opened up the doors and in bloom came yeah. and and occupied the space. So in theory, we still haven't technically had a made in Utica or Handshake City Correct. ish event. Or Are whatever. we a phase four type thing? Yeah. Is that us? I yeah. believe so, yeah. But that falls in with hopefully this week, all of the the grounds and stuff where handshake is gets massively uh Updated and renovated. Yeah, can we talk so. about that? Are we allowed to talk about it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, nobody. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're. Well, yeah, we're rearranging the, the, the containers. It's not like, like a, a. It's not a mind-blowing no, announcement. No, but it'll still no, be containers. No, 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 Nothing groundbreaking. We've been talking about what it. What was your, for what a was your year reasoning about. for a change? Just to change the flow a little bit? Uh, there's a lot of issues. The what the city owns from property standpoint to future plans with that property sure. versus the oh, existing the lot that we want to move to type of de- There's a lot of logistics things that make sense for us to move and kind of fit into the overall plan of that yeah. property. So like moving puts us in the better footprint of what they want to do with that property anyways. There's we weren't like- gonna stay there long term in the layout we were yeah. anyways. It was always the idea to either condense it or add more containers to kind of shape it out more, it wasn't meant to be a U for, like, ever. We've been down at the park a lot recently, last few weeks, it feels like, mm-hmm. between events and sort of doing work down there.
0: Uh, you, you more than most people. But I've noticed it's a pain to get there right now. If there's so much... Yes. It's wild. Yes. How much- the I,
3: construction is outrageous. The nice thing, though, is a lot of that, like, uh, broad... Like, all, all that odd work through broad or whatever should yep. be done this fall, but, and when it looks good, it'll look good, but yeah, right now it's brutal. They cut the trees down there, so I'm like, I feel like Handshake's grounds are like uh, the Sahara Desert right now. Like, it's twice as hot as it's ever yes. been down there because there's literally no shade because they're cutting everything, <laughs> everything out. Yeah, Everything's out. <laughs> there's literally just blasting that warehouse. I said it's straight year. sun heat now. I can't take it. I'm, like, cooking in there like rotisserie chicken. I said this to you when we
0: were down at the park uh, on Sunday. I was like, it's too bad. And I'm sure someone can explain this to me on the internet if this is possible. It's too bad you can't just put a full-size tree on a truck and just, like, <laughs> plant it in there, right? Like, here you yeah. go. Temporary full size tree. Yeah, the biggest one you got that I can just rip out later. Is there like an artificial tree, like for Christmas tree? Do we get like a like a <laughs> you build shit? like
3: a big wood box and plant it in a big wood crate, and then at the end just like smash the crate open so the tree <laughs> just like tumbles out. Uh, so Sunday by the event, by the way, was also Father's Day.
0: Yep. Which uh, I, I I don't mean to be negative about this. I sort of forgot it was Father's Day. <laughs> I, I bought gifts and sent cards. In fairness,
3: you should be able to. You've probably forgotten it's. Whatever. It falls into a thing. It's not that I don't know Father's Day's coming. I didn't realize that we were at that point that in was June. Yeah. <laughs> that and Father's no, Day was, like, on the docket. I'm just uh, lost. In, and all days are merged together, let alone Father's Day. So
0: You're a big guy who does projects. You've been working at the house. You've been doing mm-hmm. projects in the back. I'm sure a lot of folks are doing projects around the house in this time as well. You just yeah. fit, you're
3: just finished up your fence. You're pretty much done with the fence now. Yeah, fence has, like, a, oh, yeah, a little bit more to go, but nothing major. So let me
0: wrap this around on Father's Day on Sunday after we could not uh, watch the game. mm I had to go spend time with my family, my stepdad and my sister and brother-in-law and my nieces and nephews and, of course, my mom, who we're not supposed to talk about here on the podcast, so I'll leave her out of the story. Um, But, you know, my sister has an in-ground pool in the back, and I'm not a big pool water guy. I generally just hang out by the pool. They're necessary. Put my feet in there. I... I realized this weekend that you guys in that backyard, need you guys bowl, need yeah. a pool back there yeah. at the, the main um, meeting headquarters.
3: I've I've been here impulse Google shopping really like, even for you, uh, for like even a cheap like blow up. I assume you know one of those yard ones like a thousand bucks or something would like. Would you that, get in the like, bunk grounds? I mean, could you could you survive with the above? Your your backyard's not level. That's I the problem yeah, with your backyard. It would be it would be crazy expensive, probably wildly put, expensive. Yeah, yeah, and there's like a lot of weird fencing things that if you put. Uh, in-ground pools in, they have to have fences around it for child safety and stuff within certain distances. So you're really talking, like, concrete work and fencing and digging. A lot of that's probably super pricey. It'd probably be above-ground would make the most sense. Here's me being an idiot. Can you get a hot tub that isn't hot all the time? I've Googled that, that as well. Thing? Yeah, that, I think so. <laughs> just cool, a, cool, a hot cool, tub pool? A cool, a cool pool. tub! Yeah, a cool yeah. tub. It's a bathtub, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay, no, I don't It, get your bathtub it
0: wouldn't be able to stay cold, I suppose, right? Yeah. <laughs> if it's out there, like, how do you get, like...
3: Whatever the air is, <laughs> you uh, just get it. somebody
0: is there. Who, who do you go call in Utica for a uh, hot tub? Who's the who the hot tub? People? The hot tub king of Utica? Who's the hot tub king of Utica? I don't even Probably know. would be
3: like more Herk- Herkimer way, right? Is there Garrity <laughs> Pools? Hit me up on Instagram, Garrity Pools and maybe spa.
0: Uh, I want to. Sh- okay, I need to share a story with you. You are the closest. Per- I'm actually really glad you're here because you are the person who I feel like I could talk to the most about this. Just to catch people up, you are not a vegan or a vegetarian. But you do not eat red meat. Right. Correct? So you eat chicken, you eat fish. Yes. Right. And ha- I guess my question for you is, have you ever actually thought in any real length about going to the full vegan style All the time.
3: Yeah, really? Yeah. 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 Okay. All the time. I mean, there's a lot, if it's twofold, because, because I eat chicken and fish so much, I'm just, it's very difficult to make them different ways where I wouldn't, it's not that I wouldn't miss it. But, like, I find myself getting sick of it sometimes where I'll go stretches of just eating vegetables or just be like, mm. I only want vegetables for this day. Or let's do something with, if it's a kebab, make a veggie. If it's tacos, make a veggie. If it's pasta, no meat. You know what I mean? Like, I go through a lot of stuff where I don't want meat and stuff just because as a person who already limits their meat choice, I then also limit what sort what, of, those what type stops of you from and how making much I can an, make them.
0: What stops you from making the full commit? I'm, I'm not judging you, I'm just curious, Daniel. Like.
3: Probably at this point, because I stopped, I did this when I was nine, mm-hmm. and so we're talking I don't, quite a few years, 25, I mean, more years not eating that stuff uh, many times over than the years I spent actually eating it, and that was when I was like developing toddler, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. the time when I was eating Red Meat, I couldn't even remember if that part of the body is even, I've outgrown even what that has done to me mm-hmm. probably, right? So I don't know if it would be the smartest thing to <laughs> either add and go back to eating all the type of stuff. It would have to be done in progression. You'd have to, like, step down and do it. It's almost like dog food, right? Like, i got to switch Drexel's dog food over now. Normally, you wouldn't just want to go one bowl to yeah, the other and day. turkey yeah, one to the you wanna other. You want to start sprinkling a little bit or whatever, but kind of work it in. So Because they're digestive and they're used to eating and processing something anyways. So when you throw something new and foreign in there mess up the whole entire thing it probably cause real health problems i think that that is like a real issue with vegetarians trying to eat meat again or whatever yeah their bodies you can't just do it like you can't be a vegetarian for three years then just go eat a steak one day and be like i'll be fine no you won't you're probably going to be really sick for a bit so i want you to put yourself in in my shoes for just one
0: second because i think you'll really appreciate mm-hmm. this uh, a couple nights ago and kevin sort of talked about it, we'll talk about this as well i was on the internet mm-hmm. on youtube or on google whatever Looking for a professional wrestling pay-per-view. New Japan Pro Wrestling has an event called Dominion. New Japan Pro Wrestling okay. Dominion. So I a, see how you got there. It's a pay-per-view. Yeah. Right. I'm looking for it on YouTube because I was under the impression that the full pay-per-view was available for, on for, YouTube. Yeah, you okay. just post it on there. You can watch like five yeah. hours long. It is, by the way. You <laughs> can watch it Side. if you want. Uh, but what I got instead was a documentary. Two hour documentary from 2018. It's an Australian documentary. It's called Dominion. And it is a documentary about the many ways in which animals are regularly abused. It goes into six different facets of it. Uh, Farm animals, wild animals, companion animals, entertainment animals, fur animals, and animal experimentation. So six different... Yeah, that's interesting. ...subsets. It's... I can't tell you that it's a great documentary. Yeah. Because I couldn't... Finish it. Yeah, it's gross. So it's at the, the end of the night, I watched watch. like I watched 15, 20 minutes of it yeah. against my better judgment. I knew what I was getting. Yeah, yeah, I knew I was <laughs> walking into. So I was like, this is the worst idea I've ever had. And I watched fifteen minutes of it, and it was it's just boring I just I couldn't I, I couldn't fathom the the
3: level of human callousness that would come to like treating these animals this way. You got to be so far. You have to literally look at them as those categories and nothing else right yeah, like it. you gotta say like this is food and this is you to- this is companion and you just you can if it's three pigs and you can say this one's my friend and the other two are meat and you can separate that no problem Kevin, a really good point good for you, I guess. <laughs> I couldn't. What kind of person takes this job, can do
0: this job? Right? Does no one want this job? No one who would humanely want to do this wants it's, to do it, right? Like,
3: it's got to be family type of business. Not the way like, this was presented. Dec- this was decades like Decades of like transit. Or a town where yeah. that has been the factory or the job for decades where everybody just works at the yeah. meat hawking plant or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, It's not something where, yeah, you go to college and be like, I'm going to go cut up pigs or something like that.
0: Uh, this documentary in terms of reception got exactly what you would expect. Animal rights activists call it the most powerful documentary ever made. The Australian Meat Council says this film is not representative of the Pratt, this is wider industry. So again, much like anything else, find a middle ground in there somewhere. It's probably closer yeah, to the middle. Yeah, there's um, truth. Yeah. But it's the first documentary I feel like a basic saying it, but this is the first documentary I've ever watched where I was like, geez, really gotta think about what I'm buying. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever really thought about Maybe I should be a vegetarian. I'm not gonna go full vegan ever. But I no, thought no, you
3: couldn't never eat meat. Who meat? I could never yeah. not eat meat. Yeah. You saying? Yeah. Why? Because uh, I grew up with it, and it's just sort just, of ingrained in my You're always frying, frying up some sort of meat. You're always going and getting some sort of like sandwich that's meat, or that pizza pizza with meat, that's or whatever. Because uh, would you go full dairy? No.
0: No, I wouldn't go vegan. Yeah, so I would, you go, would just vegetarian. go vegetarian. And I, then you wouldn't be able to do it. I feel like if you go vegetarian, you sort of a, a slope, right? Because then maybe I talk myself into like oh, I'm a pescatarian. I'm only eating fish now. Yeah, I'm a fish guy. See, is that any better? That would I don't know be
3: your transition down, like where I would fish be. only. Is that going from huh. chicken just to fish, then to huh. nothing type of deal? But interesting.
0: You have to really maybe like fish.
3: fish, and you got to think where you, you are like geographically. In your expectation of what kind of fish you're going to get and how often and how good. You know what I mean? Like, you're probably you're going to need a lot of headache if you do that. So, uh, <laughs> tons of it every we've, week. We've talked about it before, and I'll bring it up because I have the site here
0: in front of me. What are your thoughts? Have you ever been tempted to try any of the Beyond or Impossible products like the fake meat? No.
3: I'm curious. I, mean, I don't think I would care if I ate it. I just don't need it. It's a I little, guess. I don't little... really see the point. because I, I still eat I just would rather have a turkey burger or a turkey meatball or uh whatever um I versus mean, a nothing. It but... looks okay. Yeah, it doesn't look very good. I'm not it even I don't do like the bean in the um like tofu type specific. Like I like beans right. a lot in other things, but the idea of making a bean burger when I can just mm. have like a turkey burger, so I'm not normally into that like I don't know uh, gelatin think... mold hot dog there or whatever out of I yeah don't know, to- breadcrumbs uh, or something plant-based ground meat whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever ground
0: plant-based product i here's the thing so i went through and again if you folks this is bad podcasting but if you want to go to their websites like beyondmeat.com slash products that's what i'm sort of scrolling through as we're talking here the stuff that's on here that's like here's here's some beef oh, it looks like here's, gro- box, yeah. here's ground beef that looks fine what i'm less interested in is here's a Flattened breakfast sausage that we prepared.
3: Just give me the ground beef. I don't need yeah. the prepackaged patties or sausage. I'm wondering I'll how, figure it out myself. How good and what you have to have to make it look like? Am I getting something lesser in my taco than that right there? Like they're doing that with a professional photo. Is that really? Well, that's like anything. Me? You look anywhere, but that's what I'm saying. So I'm looking at, uh, in the middle thing. If the meat looks anywhere half as that, I don't. I'm not interested. This assisted. particular
0: item, which is called Beyond Beef Crumbles, which looks like fake meat crumbles for like taco meat, is the least appealing of any of the things i've seen in this That's website saying, so like, far like, this if is... that
3: doesn't nail it on the taco it doesn't come out right <laughs> that look looks it. like <laughs> <laughs> trouble <laughs> right if it's <laughs> not flucking that taco like that you mess that up you're not serving oh. that to anybody
0: oh man it's uh, food that your food eats right is that deron
3: swanson thing this is what food <laughs> eats <laughs> uh
0: so let me hit you with a couple of quick things before we head out here uh we did sort of vaguely talk about wrestling i have one wrestling based question for you so sorry if you listeners out there Listen to a podcast this week uh, earlier today with a bunch of different wrestling personalities debating. and doing a roundtable about what their favorite wrestling match of all time was slash what they thought was the greatest wrestling match of all time. With no precedent, not giving you any time to think about it. What is your favorite single wrestling match of all time? I know you've probably thought about this
3: somewhere down the line. Jericho taking off Hoovy's mask.
0: Chris Jericho versus Hoiventude Guerrero. Yeah, I have to look up probably paper.
3: yeah the, when he ripped take off that mask Hoovy. I hate to say it, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. And think about that. I said something earlier. I was like, "Ooh, Bret Hart versus
0: Owen Hart. I'm like, "Nope, you're Hoovie and Hoovie and, and Jericho. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a great match
3: one. on top of it. Then you have the stipulation of the mask, and then Jericho bantering and taunting the whole time, even through, like, a commercial break, until the mask comes off. It's classics. That's, that is wrestling in a nutshell. High it. stakes <laughs> for, like, which is the Co- mask. Good comedy. But nobody else would care about a mask in any other world or profession, right? Like, it's nobody. <laughs> I'm
0: going to look it up right now. Jericho versus Hoobintude. Uh... So your 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 former roommate uh, and former podcast member Cliff Montoni stopped by earlier to visit mm-hmm. us and I just happened to be watching old wrestling when he came over and he trolled me really hard. <laughs> it he was like he's like you've just leaned into like uh, old, weird wrestling now, how huh? You're not even watching mainstream wrestling well, anymore. So,
3: everybody can watch, like, an old 2015 NBA Finals game, but yeah. Sano can't watch an 83 classic from... <laughs> well, uh,
0: so I found it for you. If you folks want to know the match Justin's talking about, it's from Super Brawl
3: 8. Yeah, and there's a championship on the line, right? Yeah, a uh, mask versus, versus title. Come title, come on. Yeah. Classic this is, wrestling. This, yeah, action. this is all of the wrestling things. Um, if you want to know what wrestling is, it's all of these things. I have a fun segment for you. We're going to try something new dying. we've never done before. It's hot in here. I yeah. I'm dying. Uh, We have a fun segment we're going to try
0: before we close out. Something new we've never done before because I'm always looking for new stuff to do with you. Uh, but before we do that, I'll give you a chance to do any uh, books, album, music, or show you've been watching this week since last time we spoke two weeks ago.
3: Anything? New? I haven't had time, no. I haven't really watched. Honest to God, I haven't watched anything. I've been watching like YouTube videos yeah. when I have yeah. time to... like That Wolf thing, right? Like That's literally... Oh, yeah. But yep. that's like the time that I have where at the end of the day I'm watching like 15 or 10 minute YouTube videos. I'm not trying to so. get... Cause I'm too tired and stuff. It's been too busy. I'm going to force you to watch it. We've started
0: watching it at the house, I think, maybe. And I, I'm glad we're bringing this up. I watched a 40 minute documentary on that channel Defunct Land I watched. It yeah. all the amusement parks. Yeah. And it's a history of Coney Island. Interesting. It is one of the wildest stories I've ever heard in my life. Like there were moments where I was watching a YouTube documentary where I audibly opened my mouth and said, oh no, <laughs> that's no good. You hate to see that.
3: That's a problem. Well, there, uh, Speaking it's... of the things I was telling you, I found a Tetris thing similar, just a weird 50-minute yep. explanation oh. of the Tetris tournament and where it came from and like the history of B-Type. And I, That was another one where I was like, you know, this is, probably to not a lot of other people, like, this B-Type thing is... Fascinating. I could not believe that. Ten minute clip was like the best thing I learned all week. I actually found it really cool. I'm gonna show you guys right after we're done here.
0: It's uh something called is a, a YouTube channel called the Game Makers Toolbox. It's a guy mm-hmm. who's like a game developer, and he did this series of videos about like iconic video game art and typography, and it's about like yeah. space invaders and it's one of Yeah, a, yeah, we wa- the, we did watch it, did we not? I'd never seen it until today, so if oh, we have I've seen it I if thought
3: I we went through like a video game typography. have St- there's a million things like it was pretty well done and it talked a lot about the early like yeah the Japanese style yeah. of the letters versus I'll, no 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 there's a no, difference so I'll different. show you okay. some, I'll show it to you afterwards right. but there's a lot of decent stuff on YouTube yeah right. a lot of garbage yeah, yeah, no tons, tons of garbage tons of garbage I've been watching like NBA garbage like I'm I'm I'd stop watching fan uh, sports created youtube content it's, it's not ten. always good but then sometimes it's like top 10 busts uh, of all time it's like well i gotta click that you know it's too, it's I, was sucker gonna, man. I was gonna hit you
0: up about electric scooters because our good friend zach wilson who i mentioned earlier in the podcast bought an electric scooter but you didn't get a chance to look at it yet not yet it's you're gonna be so jealous it's all we Oh, uh, i know he's i've been i'm scared of it though i have to tell you i took a swing up to your house with it yesterday yeah he, he stopped over here and he's like check out this scooter i bought so I took a zing up to your house
3: and back down. I didn't want to come How by How fast you. could you go? It goes up... What did Zach say? It was up to 30? 30, 30, up to 30. So you 30. could have gone on the street like you were driving your car, like the speed limit. On this street right now, 30. Yeah. You would have flown off... You could... Yeah. I... That would be the concern is the shitty roads going that fast on something so small. If you're just putting around going like 10, 15... I was in optimal conditions. I was on our home street. It's, it's a side street. There's no cars coming. I know it very there's no, well. Yeah. There's no people really
0: out there to see me fall. Right? Uh, it was fine. I had a great time. I will tell you right now, just going on our street, I would not feel confident on an actual... Even on Jenny. Try to be like, nah, I don't know about this. i eh, going yeah. go on the sidewalk yeah, here. He
3: went from mm-hmm. North Utica to South Utica on it's the a scooter. The He's first amazing. time, he literally took it out of the box.
0: 15 minutes is what he told me it took. Yeah. yeah which seems outrageous. It
3: probably took longer for him to get it out of the box and figure out how to turn it on. It's quite a piece. That was like probably the first time he jumped on that thing ever. <laughs> wasn't going from his house to Mark's or down the street and back. It was probably straight to South Utica. And just, if it fails, he probably didn't even consider what would happen if it didn't work. Uh, all right, so here's what we're going to do for the next couple minutes here before we close up. Uh,
0: something I've thought about doing with you before, and we're going to do we'll it today. Keep going. Oh, you're going to refill your coffee? No, I'm getting a paper towel. He's getting a paper towel because he's sweating. Uh, While he's doing that, again, folks, go to madeinutica.com, handshake.city. Check out anything updated with Made in Utica, Facebook. Yeah,
3: this week we'll have, there'll be a lot of stuff going on this week. I think there'll be a lot of of random things popping up this week.
0: One of my deep shames in life is that I love Reddit as a website, and I love a lot of weird Reddit subreddits. Uh, One of my all-time favorites is a Reddit subreddit. It's pretty wholesome. It's called Shower Thoughts. Just Hmm. weird thoughts people have. When they're in the shower. And of all the people I know who has weird shower thoughts and comes up with wild ideas, you're high on my list, whether it's a park out of a container yeah, or
3: some sort of RV type there's situation. There's a lot of yeah, soothing bathroomness talking times where you're just wondering, nobody to bother you, you know, you take your time in there. It's like, what's the shower so, so long? I'm thinking. So I kindly went to Reddit and uh, sorted the top
0: shower thoughts of this month and last month. So we'll just go through a few of them, and I'll get your take on a few of these things. We'll see if we can solve some of these problems or if you have anything for you. So the number one is that worms inside of apples has been less of a problem than we expected as kids.
3: <laughs> I guess just the idea. Yeah, never true. encountered the issue. Not
0: once in nature have right. I ever seen an apple with some sort of bug in it. Never once. Someone can hit me up or with a Or just like
3: even accidentally bit into something that I didn't check right <laughs> like, I don't
0: know. Uh, here's another one given how powerful and dangerous they are it's a shame that no professional sports team uses the hippopotamus as their mascot uh, I agree with this I think hippos are cool but I think I have an the answer for hippos. this hippos I don't think hippos is a it doesn't sound good as a team name
3: it's not it's not the hippos it yeah, they sound kind of like clowns it would be like a no, minor league is a minor league baseball team name that's yeah, not my Harrisburg. baseball. Yeah, Harrisburg hippos. If you had the Harris... If there was a team... I, yeah, it doesn't,
0: it's not that hippos aren't threatening. It's that the sound of the word hippo, hippo. doesn't... And no one's going to call them yeah. the Harrisburg hippos. The Harrisburg hippos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 the, yeah. The pots. The, the Harrisburg pots. Uh, here's one. Waking up and getting up are two entirely different negotiations. This feels like something you would see on like a black poster with like a picture of somebody sleeping in a bed above it, like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is true though. I feel like I wake up especially for somebody who stops at my house early in the morning. You notice I'm usually awake. You're awake. But but I'm not not totally
3: there. (laughs) Yeah, that was even me today when I took the nap when I was supposed to go to across town for give a ride and I didn't. Um, that, that getting up and waking up were two different, that was just this afternoon I was like, man, like laying down and just relaxing versus like, you know. I, I no, that's true, I think it takes me at least 45, now and, now in this time it takes me
0: way longer, but my regular day, even if I had to go to work, yeah, I got I need at least an hour and a half. To get right, up yeah, yeah, Uh, here's one I really like, if we all agreed on it, we could live in the year 3000. Like if as a society we just all decided that it's not 2020, it's 3000. Oh, you mean from a
3: fundamental <laughs> change? Yeah, it's like, just like, like it's just everybody just is like, yeah, tomorrow is the year 3000. We get a big petition, and everyone around the world is like, yeah, why not?
0: We're oh, ten- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and last but not least, this one's on par for us. The world could stop making coffee mugs right now, and we'd probably never have a shortage
3: for the rest of our lives. That's a good. That's the best one. <laughs> How many? <laughs> There's probably... Oh my god, everybody Are there
0: more coffee mugs in stores that haven't been sold than coffee mugs that are owned by people?
3: Probably. It's (laughs) It's probably... Probably. (laughs) Just the blank ones getting ready to put custom designs Uh, on. There's gotta be shit... I think uh, about that with t-shirts almost. Like, your how clothes? many t-shirts are in the, yeah. the world?
0: It's If We stop making t-shirts right now. How many t-shirts right would now? all
3: of us have to wear? Huh. Every person in the world. How many layers of t-shirts would you have to wear to get rid of all of them? Mm. Like 12 at once? <laughs> 15? Like how many t-shirts are there to per person in the universe? A shit ton. That's true. I think that almost any merchandise... How many t-shirts do you have? Almost anything you tell
0: me, I would believe that there's more of them out in public that are unowned than owned mm-hmm. by, by members by the, of the yeah. public. Sneakers,
3: mattresses.
0: Whatever it is, you walk I, I, no I might believe. I
3: Army it. with t-shirt racks. literally thousands of just t-shirts unclaimed. Nobody wants them. <laughs> uh, one last one before
0: you leave. Your pet may also have named you. I'm very curious what Charlie thinks your my pet name is. May have. What Charlie thinks I'm called? Does he assume my name is Sam? Probably not. He doesn't know what that means. If he does, does not mean anything? No. Cats aren't humans. Animals aren't humans. They don't know what's going on. That's they true. They just know your smell. Then you're, you're that. You're that guy. You're the food guy. Food yeah, guy is, like, is probably do the name. they have,
3: like, some sort of. If, like, Charlie's on the street making reference to where he lives and, you know, who feeds him and such, yeah. right? Like. Just, I don't know. He, because he, you, you know he, he would cool Who's he it talking up to? And he's like, yeah, that's the guy that cleans my litter and throws me food. He doesn't, like. He's saying it in the cool sense to his friend. He's like, yeah, that guy. He's the one who throws the food in the dish when I want it. He cleans my litter when I want it. I don't buy it. I don't think animals have that.
0: I think they just know you by smell and location, and that's it. I think, I think he talks to it.
3: his friends on the street like you're his lackey. I'd like that. I'd, li- I'd like <laughs> to that. I'm still cat. waiting for a
0: different street cat to come through this window that Charlie put in the window,
3: that holy put in the window. Cat Motel. Yeah, wait. <laughs> Justin, thanks for coming on. No we appreciate
0: problem. it. No problem. Uh, check uh, handshake Um for any new updates said this week. We'll have some new stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah.
3: On Spotify to go with all the other stuff. Look at that. What a I week. Know. How about <laughs> it? It's a big Spotify. What it going to be? Five years? <laughs> That's why we're doing it, because you're on Spotify. It's a big celebration. I love so it. Now I got to try to go all to the wall now, because you finally... You hit the big time. <laughs> People are going to listen to the show from last week and be like, oh, they got the congressman. They're like, oh, then this guy's on. Yeah, then week. it was me. So. It was like, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I figured it was at least come down and do some time or we're going to have to set up another video chat anyway. So I, no, I, I knew kidding. there was some Udicast stuff coming today anyways. I uh, well, listen, that's true. I should give you some credit while you're here for you've been a big part no, of no, faci- no. No, no, no. no, no, no. But
0: you and Kate have been a big part of facilitating how we got some yes. of these video interviews. So I appreciate you guys being yeah, so that's chill. That's- <laughs>
3: About letting yeah, me use about course. letting
0: me use what I'm referring to as Studio B, Studio B, yeah, yeah. Studio B yeah. up the street. And so we can do
3: that anytime. So yeah. if this keeps lasting, we can keep doing that. So. so very
0: cool. Uh, all right, thanks, Justin. We yep. appreciate you. Let's go. Uh, I'll show you that video. All right, uh, <laughs> YouTube all day. <laughs>
1: like it's good for a day like today we like to have coffee yeah i use the jameson cold brew that you like that we had and so then good. um there's a distillery called black button distilling out in rochester and they make a bourbon cream so it's a product kind of like a bailey's but it's got more of like a bourbon barrel flavor Thank and i you. use some of that and then just the cold brew coffee that i made uh that was in the fridge mm. and so it's like a you know kind of like an irish iced coffee
0: uh it's delightful it's a delightful treat on this 91 degree days 91 degrees here in the studio uh there's i need to talk to you about some about spotify again we're on spotify by the back way back in so okay uh, because I forgot to bring it up earlier. I'm looking at it. I see it here in my notes. Uh, this is the first time this has happened to me in a while, but it's happened before, and maybe you'll appreciate it. Are you familiar, and don't tell me anything else you know about it. Just say yes or no if you're familiar. Are you familiar with the song, Back in the New York Groove?
2: Yeah, I'm back. Back in the New
0: York Groove. Yeah, sure. Ba-doon. Sure, sure. Yeah. Love that song. Just yes. to listen to it when I was in the subway. Just mm-hmm. pop around to it. It's a jam. Mm-hmm. Popped on Spotify mix somewhere along the way. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, mm-hmm. back in the New York groove. Mm-hmm. I looked down at the phone. I looked at the artist. Do you know who the artist for Back in the New York groove is?
1: Not off the top of my head, no.
0: It's a band that I have crapped on many times mm-hmm. over the years to multiple people. I can't wait to hear it. A band called Kiss.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Kiss got a handful
0: of songs. Ah, I've been rock and roll all
1: night and party every day is a jam. It hurt my feelings. I was genuinely Rock City is a jam.
0: Genuinely hurt my feelings, and the last time I can think about it, where I can think of this happened, was a long time ago. I was in New York, where a song I heard, I didn't know the artist. Like this song's, this is a killer. Then I saw, like, ah, damn it! Now I have to give this person more credit. Mm. It happened with Drake. When I heard the song start from the bottom and I didn't know it was by him, I was like, "Oh, oh really? Yeah." I was like, "Oh, this is up to what's this? Who's this up and coming young young artist?" Oh, it's Drake. Damn it, God. God. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no, Spotify no. now makes me appreciate Kiss more. I hate to so, say
1: it. well, when you're on Spotify, that's one of the things I find with having Spotify and the access to everything is I'll find, including our pod- podcast, exactly, which we can be now found on Spotify. On Spotify. Um, but that's one of the things with all the music you see is you can look up obscure stuff that comes to mind like mm-hmm. that. So I'll find myself listening to something weird where a song like that'll come to mind and I'm like, oh yeah, that song. I'm really liking the daily mixes. They do. A, I'll tell you what. One of the things they do a great job of reading your algorithm and what you're doing to serve you your top mixes. What
0: are the uh, What are the failed platforms? Not failed, but what are the platforms that Spotify sort of blew past? Pandora. Pandora was. Pandora's hot. different. Pandora was like a, is Pandora still hot? Still on Pandora? Pandora
1: still does what Pandora does. Pandora is more of a streaming radio service where you pick, like, you pick, uh, you know, Elvis Costello radio, and it plays you his songs and songs that you might like if you like
0: his songs. Do you want to start doing a Spotify Pick of the Week for people? When You start doing it at the end of the show. I've thought about making playlists before. If I have you had a been on, on there right Spotify,
1: now. there's, I mean, tons of spot, tons. But we can put out our own playlists on Spotify uh. for the show. So we can put out weekly or monthly our own, like, Unicast mix on Spotify that people can listen to or follow or download if they want to. Now that you have Spotify, we can do that.
0: I have it on SF Doom called Punk Guy Volume 1 if you want to listen to a bunch of Minutemen songs. Mm,
1: I have, like, 150 playlists that have ridiculous titles that only mean something to me with dates. Yep. Uh, if you want to look at it, best of luck. It's all weird.
0: Uh, so, yeah. Listen to it on Spotify. Help us get that number up to start off. A little bump. Yeah, I see. All right. I guess let's do history lessons. Uh, I'm kind of—I'm usually pretty honest. I'm kind of impartial in these history lessons this week. I'm a little thrown off. All right. Uh, on this day, 1934. Uh, john Dilli- john Dillinger—is mm. infamously named America's first public enemy number one. Did you ever see the movie *Public Enemies*? I had that on here. It's mm. on my list here from 2000- 2000. No, no, that's okay. From 2009, the Michael Mann film *Public Enemies*. It's an adaptation of a book. Of the same title, which makes is sort sense. of about uh, his rise and fall, essentially. Right. I, I went to see that movie in the theater, and it was uh, one of the more disappointing movie mm. experiences that of my sense. entire life. I
1: saw it on DVD, and I was let down, too. It just felt like it could have been a lot better than it was. Uh,
0: some reviewers said it had accurate portrayals of several key moments in his life, uh, but was inaccurate with major historical details, such as the timeline and the death of key criminal figures, including Pretty Boy Floyd. Mm. Babyface Nelson, and of course the legendary Homer Van Meter. Mm. If you don't know my Homer Van Meter? Look him up. I don't know anything about him. Because I know anything about him. Uh, also, I thought this was interesting when I did my research on John Dillinger in 2012. Mm. There's a British actor named Alexander Ellis who portrayed Dillinger in the first Dollar Baby Stephen King screen adaptation of the short story "The Death of Jack Hamilton." Mm. So there you go, a little Stephen King connection for all you King heads out there. For all you true believers. Um. Is there anything else I want to talk about? John Dillinger. He's accused oh, yeah. of robbing twenty-four banks. Four police. How do you rob a police station? <laughs> go in there and <laughs> take, take all his, Take what you want. <laughs> take,
1: <laughs> go in there and take their shit. <laughs>
0: he escaped from jail twice. Which ask him, ask be, him in Minneapolis
1: how they rob a police station.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a downer for the people who got you in jail if you escaped jail twice. You're like this guy got out before. You can't let him get out now. That like, really? The,
1: I remember that was the crazy thing about him and like watching the movie or seeing like those weird like A documentaries they make about guys like that back in the day is just escaping from jail all the time. Mm. That's wild. Like, people love a, a fugitive story. People love it when somebody keeps breaking out of jail. It's got to be really demoralizing for the cops, I feel like.
0: Uh, he was charged with the murder of an East Chicago, Indiana police officer who shot Dillinger in his bulletproof vest during a shootout, which then prompted Dillinger to return fire. Mm. Uh, he was not convicted of this crime. However, it was Dillinger's only homicide charge, despite all of the infamous mm. behavior uh, for Dillinger. Oh, uh, Oh, boy. Uh, 1950. On this day, uh, Leonard Bernstein, Aaron Copland, uh, Pete Seeger, all named as communists. Oh, so their- dumb. That's. Uh, The only interesting thing I... I feel like we talk about communism a lot in the show here. Mm. The only interesting thing I found when I was doing my research this week that we haven't probably already talked about is a publication called Red Channels, the report of communist influence in radio and television, which is an actual publication from that day which sort of outed all of these folks. I wasn't familiar with it. Mm. So that was kind of cool, doing a little research on this. I guess, let me ask you a broad question, and this is going to sound probably stupid and someone's going to be mad at me for saying it. Why are our... Why are the olds afraid of communism? And I'm not talking about Stalinesque like Russian communism like World War II era. Like why do our why are our parents afraid that like America's gonna turn into Well, that's
1: why you have to you can't if if you're not trying to talk about Stalin then you can't talk about it. Because that's what it is. It yeah, come, it comes from, I mean, effective propaganda, like the whole head to head butting of the US against Russia, all of our parents and stuff like that, they were raised with the Red Scare Spectre all through, you know, yeah. the 40s, into the 50s, 60s, 70s, I mean, the 80s. They still make shows. Look at the Americans. You know what I mean? Look mm-hmm. at before Gorbachev went and, you know, the USSR fell apart and the Berlin Wall went down and all this different stuff. Like, that was the prevalent, predominant fear for 40 years, the way that some people now talk about, you know, Muslims or whoever the mm-hmm. hell they're supposed to tell us you're afraid of now.
0: Uh, red Channels Magazine in that era, their whole plan was to expose widespread communist effort to achieve, and this is a real quote. Domination of American broadcasting and telecasting, proprietary to the day when the Communist Party will assume control of this nation as the result of a final upheaval and civil war. Period. So if you've ever taken Psychology 101,
1: you've heard of the term projection. Yeah, <laughs> I have. You talk about projection here promoted. on this show, when people project and they yeah. accuse others of what they're actually doing. That's what you're reading about there, when they accuse them of wanting to take over. Uh,
0: also, on the same day... In 1950, one of the greatest upsets in soccer history happened. Mm. Uh, Sorry about this, folks. On this day, the United States uh, defeated England in the World Cup in 1950. Uh, This is considered one of the greatest soccer upsets of all time. Uh, England was known as the Kings of Football, boasting a record of 23 victories, 4 losses, and 3 draws since the end of World War II. And their team was chock full of professional footballers from England's great domestic league teams such as Chelsea, Mm. Everton, I guess, Arsenal, and of course, the beloved Liverpool. Uh, America, however, had just lost seven international matches. They were hastily assembled. Uh, However, this band of no-hope down-and-outers somehow found a way past England. Uh, However, this was sort of ignored by mainstream American media at the time because no one really It was like one of the biggest sports upsets ever, but America didn't give a crap about soccer in 1950. Mm -hmm. Also, four days before this, North Korea crossed the 38th parallel into South Korea, and President Truman ordered U.S. forces to intervene. Uh, So that sort of dominated the news cycle at the time and took away from this great American victory Mm. over the English kings of football. Uh, It would be 16 years before England won its first and only World Cup. The United States, meanwhile, would not appear again in the tournament until 1990. Mm. Uh, England and the U.S. met again on June 12, 2010 in a game that I watched feverishly uh, in the World Cup where uh, England was the favorite. It was the most watched soccer game in the U.S. uh, of all time. Sorry, at the time now it's the fifth most. It ended in a draw talk about
1: the number one rivalry game that probably makes every other country that's not in it the most annoyed. It's probably England and USA.
0: Every other country in the world is like, alright. USA has nothing to lose in these games because they don't expect them to win. And right. So England has to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting because the US is such a such a crap squad. Like, I like all the players on it. I'm always rooting for them, but yeah. it's tough. English football is back. Liverpool's back. We talked about it a little bit in the interview with Justin, I think. Uh, I'm... I'm sort of thrown off. You know, I'm, I'm still sort of up and down in general about whether sports should come back. I've seen there's a lot of conversation with NBA players about whether or not they want to come back anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether they're coming back. It's tough. I wouldn't want to. With am not trying to come back. With the Premier League, because there's only nine games left and they're making a really good effort mm-hmm. doing a lot of like Black Lives Matter stuff. They're wearing around all of the jerseys. They're like, kneeling before every game. They're doing like, mm-hmm. great stuff like for charity. Like, they really raised the bar. For, like, what sports organizations you're going to do to, like, support social justice. And well, it's, it's
1: wild to see because if the English soccer lads are going to be this supportive, then if you're somebody like the NBA, you you know, they've, they've set yeah. the bar and you can't be seen as not taking the stance. You exactly. Know? Like, if English Premier League soccer is going to make as big of a stand as they've made, then you're going to have to, you know, you're gonna have to do something. Uh, all
0: right, so let's move on from that to 1992. On this day, Mafia boss John Gotti, a.k.a. the Teflon Don, Sentence to life. Uh, let me see what he's... 14 counts of conspiracy to commit murder and racketeering. the racketeering, extra racketeering charge on top of all those murders. Also counts.
1: racketeering, and we'll have it set in court.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, moments after the sentence was read in a federal courthouse in Brooklyn, hundreds of Gotti supporters stormed the building and overturned and smashed cars before being forced back by police reinforcements mm. on april 2nd he was riders fa- and looters yeah. i see he was found guilty on all charges 23rd he was sentenced to multiple life terms without the possibility of parole how smart uh while he was in prison he died of throat cancer on june 10th of 2002 uh of course the man who sold him out was sammy the bull gravano great name always loved mm-hmm. that name I want to talk about somebody different here, though. Somebody I learned about. John Sacramento? <laughs> Johnny Sac... <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about somebody else I learned about this week. And that is uh, professional mixed martial artist, John Gotti III. JG3. Yeah, JG3. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about it. I, I heard about this guy. I forget where I heard about. Maybe it was Joe Rogan or somewhere. I heard him sure. talking about it. So I went and watched a couple of fights about him. He's like 5 and 0 oh. In mixed martial arts, I don't know how good he really is necessarily. Right. I'm not like a UFC guy, so it's just I was like, it's just more of an oddity. I'm like, wow, John Gotti's sons is scary grandson, scary looking monster, tattooed UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. My question for you is this, Kevin: If you are a UFC fighter and your grandfather is some notorious criminal in real life, do you lean into it? Yeah. Or do
1: you fade out from it? Hundred billion percent lean it.
0: I think like you have to lean into it, it's friendly, right?
1: Family, yeah. Is there any part I of you- I don't make apologies for the fact that this man was a bad guy and an animal? My name is my name. My father was my father. If I'm the third, for sure, I honor my father.
0: I'm not arguing anything about that. I, th- I guess my question is: Are you one of those kind of guys who's like, no? Do I come out in a pinstripe suit and a suitcase? I don't think so. Do I want to make my own name without being known as John Gotti the third? Half you'll find out later on. Like no, pr-
1: no. You should be who you are. You should own who you are and claim your family. Mm. Okay. Just, you know what I mean. I'm pretty firm in the fact you should claim your family. I'm
0: thinking about it like they did in Creed, where uh, Adonis Creed didn't want to tell it. people. I get it for sure. Because I can like, I
1: can understand and I would respect it if somebody wanted yeah. to do that. I get yeah. it and I respect it, but no, not for me personally. Uh,
0: and last but not least, on this day, of 2018, uh, John Oliver was blocked on social media after a parody of Chinese <laughs> leader Xi uh, Jinping. I always screw that name up. I hey, say it wrong. Everybody G T. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, We'll talk a bit about john oliver's career here not to like you know not to like kiss up to john oliver he's never going to hear this or anything we'll sponsor almost anything you it's never know true. uh but i really think john like oliver meet us on spotify i've really appreciated like a lot of the content he's done in coronavirus times like in the COVID times i, I feel like we talked about before you, people expect less from their content now in mm-hmm. this time like it's a lot more if you watch like soccer highlights it's a lot more like people on camera. People are just happy to yeah. get something but he's really been doing great work in this time I feel like he's Mm -hmm. been really doing good content and if you look back he's had a really interesting career started obviously with The Daily Show Uh, he won three primetime Emmys just for working on that show Mm -hmm. he was on the show Community which I've never watched I've watched a bit of Community Uh, he was in the first two Smurfs movies as an actor and he's in as a voice actor Mm -hmm. and he was in that Lion King movie Uh, But the thing he's most notable for is the show Last Week Tonight on HBO, which has received widespread critical and popular recognition, Uh, and it also... Both here at the house and abroad. Yeah. (laughs) But also, there's something called the John Oliver effect, which is apparently a real thing, uh, which is the effect that John Oliver has had on U.S. culture, legislation, and policymaking since the show has come on Mm. for various things, Uh, specifically uh, with his fifth episode of the show where he did a whole bit about the Federal Communication Commission, which mm-hmm. got a lot of widespread traction. Uh, after his episode of that show came out, the FCC website was flooded with more than 3.7 million comments about, mm. um, about what was Oh, was, uh, I'm forgetting the word. Net-, Net, neutrality. Net neutrality. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, so these, again, he's done this with a lot of different things. Uh, with the Miss America organization, he founded his own church, the Our Lady of Perpetual Exemption Church. Uh, and then, of course, he made a book based on the a gay parody of Mike Pence's Bunny, Marlon Bundo, which mm-hmm. sold a bunch of stuff. Uh, and most importantly for us recently, he sponsored our beloved Marble League on the internet, which True. is a marble racing league. Uh, that's all I really have for John Oliver. I just appreciate the work he does. I think... Yeah, what, what what a wide scope. I appreciate him always trying to do more. I was trying, it,
1: it's easy. I, I mean, not easy. I certainly don't have mm. one. But, like... I feel like it's easy to just get a show and host it, and this is my show, and I'm going to be out here and do everything within the scope of my show. But it seems like he's really uh, kind of expanded his net, and it's crazy. The older you get, the more you can watch people who have been in the culture for you know, 10, 15, 20 years, yeah. and it makes you think about the way that you know our parents must have looked at people mm. who, you know, seen, you know same kind of thing with them.
0: Yeah, I think what's interesting, too, and we've talked about it with a lot of stuff, he- his real talent, more than anything else, is taking a super complex and occasionally frustrating subject, like something like federal communications stuff or sure, yeah, yeah. real estate pricing or school and police reform and whatever, and making it, I don't want to say dumbing it down because it's the wrong word, but making it edible and making it more consumable for a normal person to like, oh, okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure people hate him on the other side. Of...
1: Oh, yeah, no, it's true.
0: Oh, I'm sure he's, yeah, yeah. we'll probably get shit on for. him. He doesn't even go here. He doesn't, even go, he doesn't even go here. He's from uh, England. Uh, all right. So let's do some less, uh, less, ex- not exciting, so that's the wrong word. Less uh, <laughs> less serious stuff here to close out the show. Kevin, it's time. Oh, okay. The time has come. I've noticed over the last two weeks my cell phone has been getting hot. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Not what you want to see. That heat.
1: Not what you want to see with the heat. It's hot out. Uh, it's this wow.
0: and I gotta. I'm going to look at my phone right now in the air. I, this is, I don't know if this is bad radio or not. I worst. don't know... Well ex- oh, you've got the Mello's card in the case, huh? I do have a Mello's oh, subcard in my case. I don't know exactly what kind of cell phone this is. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's an iPhone 8. Eight. I think this is what this is. Huh. Uh, the time has come. I need to go and get a new cell phone. Mm. So, I'm doing my research. This was a list I found on the internet from techradar.com. And if you want a date on this, so you can follow along. It's from 20 days ago, where they ranked the top 15 smartphones in america Mm. i am not we're already 17 minutes into this show i'm not or this segment i'm not going to run through every single cell phone here in long detail stitcher hive don't care no i know uh but these were their listing for let i'll just go with the top five for now they put the samsung galaxy s20 at number one the iphone 11 at number two the samsung galaxy Note 10 plus all right i'm gonna stop right here that's a tablet i don't like the naming conventions for cell phones Mm. i find it really frustrating that no they all sound the same. there's five phones on here that are called samsung galaxy s20 or s10 or ultra and there's at least four iphones on here Mm. i don't understand i don't understand the difference what's an iphone xr what the hell is that they don't know i don't know what that is uh i mean right now looking at this list i'm sorry number four was the iphone 11 pro or pro max i'm not getting that i'm not paying twelve hundred dollars for a damn phone that's not that's, that's pretty wild it's not reality and then number five is something called the One Plus Eight Pro. What the hell is that? Where's your Google at? Where's your you got that Google Pixel? Right? I've got an
1: older Pixel now. They've got the 4XL out. I'm surprised to see the 4XL at number ten. It's pretty uh, long list. Because the 3XL was so highly received, but I think they there was a tech jump. Like I know Samsung put their new phones out, and there was like a next generation kind of came out, and they got leapfrogged. But I gotta tell you, my I have a Pixel 3XL. Uh, I enjoy it. And it's my favorite phone I've ever had. I can say it pretty confidently.
0: I hate to say it, I am leaning towards just going to get an iPhone 11. That's 100% what you're going to do.
1: Why would you do anything? What, are you, what else are you going to do? I don't know. I want something to be better. I just, I really don't it like. It could be better. I mean, if you want your own, if you want to custom, if you like to customize your own experience, I don't. <laughs> You kind of do. You do it with everything. I like, think about every game you're no, playing. I know. You, do. you like I to build know. your world. Uh, it just takes a minute. You know what I mean? But after four or five days, you'll be... Is this another Spotify thing you're going to ask me until I get a Samsung? Uh, what, do you, what do you want me to tell you? Look at Look at how much you like Spotify. <laughs>
2: I guess.
0: Uh, I don't know. Something about I don't this... even
1: have a Samsung. I get... Everybody tells me about Samsung. I'm off Samsung. Somebody with a Samsung Galaxy 20... I might go back, though.
0: To Samsung? Then
1: maybe next time my contract's up. I, in, right. My last Samsung lasted me for four and a half years. All
0: right, Stitcher crew, tune in and hit me up with how many people have Samsung Galaxies and try and convince me to not just go buy an iPhone 11 because that's the plan right now. Just it to seems go. like it would be the easiest for you. That's why. That's why I'm lazy. I'm just. I know not, you're not mad at me. I'm do, mad do. at my. I'm mad at myself. Oh, I see. This is internal. <laughs> yeah, strife. Yeah, it's internal yeah, yeah. strife. Uh, internal all stuff. right, you're
1: doing like Kevin Garvey thing. You're uh, out, you're like, let's <laughs> move on. Uh, Blacking out at night and getting a Samsung.
0: Uh, we'll get into some. Uh, no, this is real news segment of the show. Uh, earlier this week, Tom Petty's family issued a cease and desist order to Donald Trump to stop playing the song "I Won't Back Down" at his Tulsa rallies. Mm. This one hits. Close to home well, for me see it. because I love the song "Won't Back Down." Mm-hmm. I showed my nephew uh, Oliver out in Chicago. Shout out to my nephew, how to play this song via the internet, oh, via, nice. like Zoom message. Yeah, so yeah. I have a nice little soft spot. in my How's heart. he doing? You still playing. I don't know these kids these days. He's playing video games. That's I fair. How it is. Uh, I I was so happy. Like I love this song, right? Right. And it bothers me that the "and I won't back down" imagery and message got sort of co-opted by. Of course. A crowd that I'm not excited about. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that the Petty family, who uh, in this case was Adria, uh, Adria, his family's got weird names, Anna Kim, Dana, his family. People in his family. Shout out to them for being like, yo, stop trying I to co off. off this dope song and knock it off. Appreciate that. I'm going to
1: give Tom Petty uh, and his band a compliment that may sound like an insult if Mm.
0: you're not a musician,
1: perhaps. Um, In my band, we play a bunch of Tom Petty songs. They're always really popular. We play a lot of them, and I like them, and I've always liked a lot Mm. of his songs. I'm surprised by how simple every single one of his songs is. And that might sound like it's an insult, but it's not. It's amazing how clear and concise his songwriting is. Might not be my favorite artist, but like it's wild to learn some of the stuff and kind of get inside of it, and break it down. It's not
0: it. a fair comparison, I don't think, but it reminds me of the cars sometimes. Like these, these songs are simple, but they're iconic because you don't need to be anything more than direct mm-hmm. and simple sometimes to write something resonant, right? Like Most it's of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't want to overcomplicate things. Is that people don't like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's why people don't love prog some music. Some people
1: like that, but your net <laughs> is just smaller. You're <laughs> yeah. casting a smaller net for the people.
0: I like prog music. Don't get
1: me wrong. It's Do just you? Fun. What are you, are you listening to? King Crimson? yes? Yeah. yes? What's the one yes song that everyone likes? Uh, Owner of Lonely Heart.
2: Shout out, shout out to uh, Shout out to Jay Wilhelm. That
1: was Jay his will. favorite he song.
0: Uh, here's some good news for you. New Jersey students this year, whenever we go back to school, will be learning about climate change in kindergarten and keep studying the crisis through graduation under the mm. state's new Education standards. That's right. Of uh, Jer- looking out the window. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Thanks. New Jersey is the first state to mandate climate control education in their K-12 through learning standards, officials said this week. Uh, this is actually- Shout out to the Northeast elitists. I love to see it. Uh, new Jersey's First Lady Tammy Murphy pushed for the new standards and met with 130 educators statewide saying that New Jersey is already dealing with problems caused by climate change. Uh, no duh. Mm-hmm. Uh, including disappearing shorelines, algae blooms, superstorms, and wicked hot summers. Correct. Uh, all right. Got to travel up the coast a little bit for those. That's true. <laughs> wicked hot. Uh, all right. We'll move on from that. I'm glad to see it. I'd like to see more states talk Everybody's about it. Everybody's going to have to. Yeah. Might as well. Just Might jump
1: well. on and Get in there. Uh,
0: so earlier we talked about Donald Trump rescheduling his uh, his rally in Tulsa, because it originally fell on Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether he's gaslighting or not is for you to decide, I suppose, but I'm sure he was. Mm. <laughs> uh, but my question for you is this, Kevin which is a more tone deaf uh, release date? Donald Trump's uh, rally in Tulsa or the Ford Motor Company deciding to unveil their new Ford Bronco on O.J. Simpson's birthday. Did they really? (laughs) That's electric. (laughs) That is correct. That's electric. That's amazing. Uh, (laughs) That's amazing. Ford is delaying the unveiling of its highly anticipated Bronco SUV. So that will not coincide. Cowards. Uh, The cowards (laughs) up and down, top to bottom. Ford said the timing of the original July 9th date is purely coincidental. Can I say, I'm going to give them... Some leeway here because I would not have known when the hell OJ Simpson's birthday was. No, nobody. No, does. Why would you look that? who? Who knows? We gave OJ the oxygen. It's a wild coincidence. But Allegedly. I'm, but I'm going to give them. I'll give them a pass on this one. I mm. think. Unless the is the Bronco dope? I haven't seen the new Bronco yet. It's super dope. You know? Yeah, it's he, really really cool. He did ruin the Bronco because the Bronco is always a cool car. It's always mm-hmm. a cool truck, and then it's like you can't take. They're it also out. It's got like, like nine of
1: miles was, to the gallon. And
0: it didn't meet most like new safe
1: safety and admission standards.
0: No nope. problem. No picture of the New Bronco here. You can
1: find it pretty much on the internet. They're pretty cool. They look great. Yeah, uh, they should just go for it. Henry Ford was literally a Nazi. That's true. That's a true thing. So it's like true. who are they? good point. I mean, good for them for being better, I guess, really. But that's hilarious that they were gonna put it out on OJ's birthday.
0: Uh, before we do bit some other blogs and we'll do a st- I- I'll do a Spotify pick if you want this week if you want something. Oh, okay. If you have something for this week, I don't sure. want to put you on the spot. Sure,
1: i so I can always, I mean, always uh, things.
0: I have to talk about a... I don't know if this is going to be... Oh, I've definitely got a thing, okay. as a matter of fact. I don't want to call this a recurring segment because we haven't gotten that far yet, but let's just call it Segments That Are Targeting Me Personally. Mmm. Okay. An article this week... What a snappy name. An article this week on CNN says that men should keep cats out of their dating profile because women are less attracted to men who have cats. For sure. 110%. You hate to see it. I assumed that Charlie was my gateway. Oh, no, into no, no, a... no, no. Charlie's no. Damn let, it. Let Charlie be the surprise. Men holding cats are viewed as less masculine. Mm-hmm. More neurotic. Well, okay. Agreeable and open. I guess that's true. And less dateable. All these things are actually true about me. I am, <laughs> I am less masculine, I am more neurotic, I'm agreeable and open. <laughs> And I am indeed less dateable than most. Mm. Shout out to anyone who's decided to date me briefly. Uh, when shown the cat-free picture... Or anybody who wants, future, who wants a to shot. briefly date anybody me... Everybody wants to come kick the tires. In the future. Uh, Check when, us out on Spotify. <laughs> when shown the cat... So essentially, I need to show you this picture that no one will see unless they go to the website. Let's this see. is the survey. That's that why. Don't up... you see? <laughs> well, this guy looks better with a cat than without. He looks like a serial killer. No, kid he doesn't. Him. He looks like a murderer. They both... He just is a murder. These are bad people. Bad people. <laughs> uh, when shown... Photos of cat-free subjects, 38% of women said they're more likely to uh, likely to casually date them, while 37% they would consider a serious relationship, which is good for me because I'm a nesting creature.
1: Whether um, whether fair or unfair in the society we live in, there's a bit of a stigma about a lack of masculinity surrounding dudes with cats, I think is what it comes down that's to. That's fair.
0: I think you're right. Uh, either way... Which is too bad because Charles is a gnarly cat. I guess I should take Charles out of the dating pro, uh, profile. Go up the street take a picture of a Oh, big Drex. Uh, to big shout Dex. out to big to Drex. Big Drex. Uh All right, let's do let's do our bits some other blogs, and then we'll do our Spotify picks, and we'll get out of here. Uh, okay, bits some other blogs this week. I have three. I don't know if we'll get through all three of them. Uh, this me. one oh, this is some American stuff. Is it wrong to eat chicken with ketchup? Additionally, is there any other meat besides a hamburger that is acceptable to pair with ketchup? Mm. I have never actively seen anybody besides my nephew eat like a chicken breast with ketchup. It skews me out intensely.
1: That's wild, but I've seen kids do like chicken tenders or chicken nuggets or a chicken patty with ketchup. Nope. That's pretty, but for kids though, nope. like back in the day in like the lunchroom,
0: not me, never maybe me. Maybe not you. Barbecue all day. Barbecue existed in ruined ketchup for me as a child. Yeah, Once you, you graduate started. to
1: barbecue, but you weren't doing barbecue in kindergarten. I need to get my nephew
0: out of barbecue. Ketchup. We should bring your nephew on top of top about our condiments. Uh, in terms of anything else besides a hand, I guess a hot dog too, right? Like a hot
1: dog jumps out, meatloaf jumps out. Um, oh, meatloaf—that's a guy. I didn't think of yeah, that. Yeah, one. It's meatloaf true. jumps out. Some people, I don't like meatloaf. But some cool. people would tell you they take a well-done steak with like ketchup, that kind of thing. That's
0: blasphemous. I, I hear you, but hate to um.
1: Yeah, but other than that, no. Ketchup doesn't really... Ketchup yeah. becomes something that's more useful for if you've got, like, fries on the side or something than on your meat. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally with you on it. I think ketchup... Yeah, f- yeah no meat, but fries is good. Ketchup's Any sort a good of... base for making, like, a yeah.
1: fry dipping or some sort of thing like that.
0: Uh, all right. Here's one for all you Father's Day folks out there. This is sort of a tough question, so we'll, we'll frame this accordingly. When I drive as a father, I tend to place my left arm on the door... And if I'm turning around, I put my right arm on the passenger seat. So uh, you folks can't see this, but this position, right? Uh, I do the same thing watching TV on the couch at home. I probably do this with my right arm on the couch cushion and left arm on the thing, but same idea. My wife says this is a go-to dad position. Does every dad have a go-to dad position? This is a Father's Day question for your Father's Day out there. 100%. I got called out for crossing my legs when I sit. Mm. My family on Father's Day. Told me it's not becoming of me. Mm. I said, I don't get it. I said, it's uncomfortable. What do you mm. want from me? They also said I should cross my legs with my ankle closer to my knee as opposed to knee over That's knee. That's what I do. I said, I don't like that. My knee's weighing me down over there. I got like a hanging knee. That's no good. I can no understand
1: you know, always not the pressure on your ankle. But like, there's, I mean, there's certain physical realities about like how far you can cross certain things and places. I can cross and it. And squish and smash and what you got going on. Crossing with. stuff. I can cross
0: it. It's all good. Too
1: far. No, I don't like uh, some people. I don't know. I see a lot of people sit like that. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I, I I never. I just. I'm, I
1: definitely have. I remember when. I, there's a lot of things, ways my dad used to sit or be in the car that I catch myself or see myself doing that I remember used to notice when I was a kid. Certain things about driving the way, like with the hand on the wheel in the same position, arm on the window, same kind of way. What are you,
0: like a three and nine guy? I almost never three drive nine. with two
1: hands. I couldn't imagine driving two hands, for the most part. I mean, every once in a while, I guess, but, like, if I'm taking turns. But for the most part, I'm a one-hand guy, one arm on the windowsill.
0: And this is a tough question to close out with. If you see a car in the distance with multiple bumper stickers on it, Mm. what are you more likely to assume? Is this a liberal car or a conservative car? Oh,
1: yikes. Apolitical. Apolitical. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be you're gonna see somebody with all sorts of wild jam band stickers is what you're gonna see. You're gonna see deadheads and people mm-hmm. who go to the festival, that kind of stuff. The mountains, the hiking, all the, the collective the van, all that kind of thing. Or you're likely to see people doing yeah, I think apolitical would be the most likely thing to see, see covered in bumper stickers.
0: I was thinking about it from like political signs, right? Like you see Matt Trump signs places, but you don't see a ton of Biden signs places. So my mm-hmm. first inclination is that liberal folks are less likely to like Put a poster up. Probably I don't. Fair. I don't know. I don't, maybe it's the wrong generalization. Maybe not today either. But like Ugh. in general, I feel like I wasn't like I. I was openly voting for Hillary Clinton. I wasn't going to put a Hillary Clinton. Thing on my front lawn there's, there are, there's, mean,
1: there's uh, a lot of people like that who are more uh more money is getting invested in digital strategies I yeah a little bit too with some stuff
0: uh-huh. and that's it that's all i got for you for mailbag questions for this week i'll find some other ones next week kev what's your spotify choice of the week for these uh, folks out here shout out to i
1: was remiss to do it i'm glad to be called for uh, shout out to pete forgets my spotify recommendation for the week is the amazing new album from lp and killer mike run the jewels uh, run the jewels four it's amazing. It's an excellent album. Uh, killer production again. Uh, excellent work by everybody involved. Perfect music for the summertime. Windows down, blast, and perfect music for the time now. So check out RTJ4. Hold on your windows. Play it loud.
0: Shout out again to Pete Forgets because he brought that cat article up to me. So I got to give him credit for that too. I was going to say it. Too. Pete is the shout out to the shadow producer of the Unicast <laughs> <for> this <laughs> week out here. Uh, my pick of the week is. Uticast uh, GFOP Erica Zeltan. who Ooh, because yeah, I yeah, because now that I'm on Spotify, much like this podcast, I can stream her new album, Z is for Zebra, finally. Mm-hmm. And uh it slaps pretty good. So good stuff on there. shout out to Erica for Nice to be able to get it. Nice to be able to pop that in your playlist. Good summer album, actually. True. Very strong. Uh, all right. So that's it. Sign our humanoids, keep it tight. Thanks to Justin uh, for coming on the show. Thanks to Heather. Miss you from last week. We'll get you again maybe next week. Another mm. check in with her again. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to have her two weeks in a row. She's probably got stuff going on. She probably has nothing, she probably has nothing going on. She's probably mad. Never know no, you'd have to <laughs> ask. Shout out to, Shout out to your mom, who we're not supposed to mention on the show. Shout out. Almost made it out. Almost did. All right. Uh, that's it. Uh, sign our humanoids. Keep it tight. Woodstock lives. Uh, tape machines rolling. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We're we're on all the platforms now. You can check us out on Everywhere. SoundCloud, Spotify. I can finally say it. Mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, it's your podcast, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are officially. We've taken over the web. Yeah, yeah, it's official. Is done. Here it is. It's It is. Here. here. We made it. Shout out to the uh. Stitcher
1: squad. We know
0: some of the most loyal. Still out there from day one. Most day one. Uh, that's it. Tape machines are rolling. We are desperately, desperately out of time, as always, folks. We are so happy to see uh, have you here, and we will see you next week. Take care, folks.